hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com drink. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Now, I guess I'll start my camera. Okay. See if you can see me on here. Oh, wait. Hang Look on. at you. Wait, first of all, your makeup is insanely beautiful. Thank you. Are you ready to what? see my costume? Yes. Okay. I'm Hopefully scared. Hopefully it worked. It's really hard to walk around in. Oh, it's because I, I already get the pun. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's because you're a mummy. Oh. I'm a mummy. Oh. I remember I showed you that picture of the uh, the baby of the baby brewing Halloween baby shower thing. Yes. One I saw of the that. first. That- one of the first pictures is uh, mummy to be. And I was like, damn, I wish I did that for Christine. So I'm glad mummy, you're taking advantage of it. Yes, exactly. I decided to do a uh, soon to be mummy or I don't know. I don't remember the exact phrase. Your but... makeup, you are, this is the prettiest you've ever been, I think. <laughs> Whoa. You are looking gauze? How fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> you are smoking hot right now. Wow. That is so nice of you. Uh, let, me see, are you let me see what you got going you, on over there. Are you single, Christine? Okay, here. Um, yes, very single, as you can tell from my <laughs> costume with a human inside me. I, I hope hope you're um i hope you're ready for this because you're mommy and i'm baby (laughs) 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 do you like bravo this is this could be your baby one day (laughs) bravo if it is i'm putting it up for adoption i don't know what to tell you this is 
terrifying. Um, happy Halloween from your future babies since they're not here yet. Damn. So Holy... decided I'd fill in the role. Listen, I'm beside myself at that at that bonnet you're wearing. <laughs> okay, this isn't even a baby bonnet. Apparently, it's like um like for like um like your leg. <laughs> no, it's oh, it's a garter right? or whatever that's called. No, it's um it's like old timey like Thanksgiving bonnet. Attire. Yeah, that's what I said. A bonnet. It's a literal well, bonnet. I thought I was looking for baby bonnet, and shockingly. The internet does not have that for sale. That so. is the wildest shit I've ever seen, Em. This is going to be a really weird Instagram post when we post this. Thank you. Also, do you like, I tried to make a little altar situation here for you. I can't deal with you. how good Respectfully it is. so, as someone who does not practice. But this is um, a prop from the Blair Witch Project. Wow. Is that, wow. A real this, one? Nah, nah, oh. nah. I'm not that cool. Um, I mean, you are. That's why I asked, because I like thought maybe it was possible. Trust me, if if I could have stolen something from ISS that had to do with the Blair Witch Project, it, you would have oh. heard about it by now. Hang on, I'm uh, I'm upping my microphone. Okay, yeah, I'm readjusting my. I got mummy. overwhelmed Dolls. by how, um, just uh, intoxicating your your makeup is right now, Christine. <laughs> you want to look at my stomach instead? It's also very <laughs> overwhelming. <laughs> um, I, uh, well, I I. I, if it was last minute, as we always do, so we realized this episode comes out on Halloween, mm -hmm. and we were like, oh, God, Christine is going to be unavailable any know, day. We, we didn't even know if you were going to be here for this. No, I was like, am didn't. I going to do my Halloween episode all by myself? Is that what's oh. going to happen here? And then last night, like, two in the morning, I was like, shit, I don't have a costume. And then I was like, I, I don't know. And so I went to Target and bought all this gauze. I don't know. I don't know. How much? I, so how, what was the, um, what was the? The price of all that gauze at Target. Well, you see, I went to buy gauze like from the pharmacy section and they were all out. And I was like, that seems like a weird thing to be all out of every brand. So Except Blaze it's was... Halloween. Everyone's trying to be a mummy, Yeah, but I then guess. I went to the Halloween section and they had all this gauze and I was like, aha. Uh -huh. So they... This is costume gauze. This not... is costume gauze. Uh-huh. Yeah. The gauze was $10 and I was like, honestly, if I'm buying a bunch of rolls of gauze, it'll probably be more expensive. Fair. And so I bought $10 of gauze and then these... These little eyeballs came from um, a little jack-o'-lantern kit that was $3, so I spent so 13 bucks. Um, and, oh, I also hear, Em, I have, let me see if I can adjust this. This ensemble, by the way, was not $13. This took hard work, so. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, Obviously. I know. Mine, okay, mine was uh, hard work because I had to stand for a while, and that alone is I, a lot of hard work nowadays. I was going to say how, okay, fair. I was going to say, how did you actually... Did you have Blaze hold a piece of gauze and you just no, spun around? I, I literally sat, stood in my bedroom, like trying to wrap myself up and tie <laughs> it and rip it and cut it. It was there. You should see the the rabbit like on the floor of my bedroom. It's just like pieces of gauze. I need to vacuum is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, I have my little pumpkin, my new favorite, as I made you smell the whole time you were here. My cinnamon pumpkin. You do, you do love that orange one. Yeah. That Target candle. My little uh, R.I.P. candle that I'm still scared to light, even though like the fun stuff happens when you light it. The coffin. Uh-huh. I have the and same then, one. I have the same one. I'm also scared. Have you so. lit it? Oh, okay. No, I am scared. I have my Mothman, and then I have Emothy. Emothy. Oh, for those who don't know, um, I bought the baby, a little monster buddy, and his name's Emothy. Yeah, and Em was mad that I wasn't naming the baby's middle name Emothy, and so as retribution, now the baby's best friend stuffed animal is Emothy, which... You have to have an Emothy, and now it, we're crossing generational lines here. There's two Emothys for two Sheafers. Well, how sweet is that? You're welcome. 
Um, okay, sorry. Oh, last thing I want to say, not last thing, but I want to say for people who are listening to the audio and can't see us, we should describe what the hell we're even wearing or doing. We haven't even told anybody. Okay, well, Christine is a smoke show today, um, but also wrapped <laughs> Let's leave in it at that. gauze. <laughs> but also wrapped up in mummy gear. Are yeah, you, wearing... is that a bra? What's the, what's the black situation Oh, it's here? a tank top with a bra under it. Don't worry. I'm doubled up here. Um, uh-huh. I yeah, I'm wearing a black outfit with like like gauze all over it, and then oh oh wait, this is the fun part is that there's two eyeballs on my stomach because there's a baby mummy inside it. It's crazy that there's actually two other eyeballs inside your stomach right now. Yeah, no, okay, yikes. And then M, I guess, is wearing a bonnet as you all know already, and looks like a onesie. Oh, where did okay? Hold on, (laughs) I'm now analyzing this onesie situation. Did that come with a little duck on? (laughs) Um, it. Oh, that's the wrong side. It did, but um, <laughs> I didn't expect it. And it came in. I I didn't see that coming. But now I'm feeling like this is half of a Phil and Lil situation. Yes, 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 yes. 100%. And you then the, like stick, with the sticker bonnet. was the sticker was a choice, was a personal choice that I did. I um, love the accessorizing. It says, I heart mom. And then also uh, <laughs> on my massive baby bottle, I also put another I heart mom sticker on. I can't um, deal with the bottle and the bonnet together with the onesie. It's a lot. It's a lot. The bonnet, very the good. bonnet came separate, uh, as you heard earlier from me right. saying it was like pilgrim costume. So, um, <laughs> but I thought I can't, I can't half-ass this. So I got the bottle. If you recognize this bottle, Christine, uh, Eva and I bought five of them for your house. When oh we yeah, they're in my you. kitchen. <laughs> Which means that this is a sixth. Which I, means that I have five in my snack cabinet and i'm like i don't know what to do with these five gigantic bottles but which also means after buying five i bought a whole other one to be here oh i thought you brought one with you you had to buy another one this is the sixth one i've bought a lot of big plastic baby balls although i will say the suction on them is fantastic oh i forgot (laughs) to show you the other part of my ensemble are you ready this is this is to keep this is so i'll shut the fuck up when you're telling your story is it a pass? Oh, no. Oh, God. Wait, wait. Make a noise so the camera Do goes. Do you like what you see? No? I hate, I hate it, why? actually, so wait, much. Why don't you like, why don't don't you like what's happening here? Also, by the way, if you notice, this is not baby size. This is an adult-sized. Oh, repulsive. <laughs> I'm just, look, you know what? Maybe this could fix that, that chewing I was gonna say, going to say, I feel like on. if you have a fixation, like on fingernails or something, maybe that's a good, like, um stress relief toy it does feel amazing on the molars i gotta be honest it feels pretty good so um enjoy that visual yeah i will try my best um if you haven't figured out this is our halloween episode where we're dressed up for the holiday not just for fun um that's the truth hang on should we pose real quick for an instagram thing yeah but how do we get both our cameras on uh here we go i'll screenshot oh yeah you can screenshot okay wait let me get my stomach in it <laughs> okay, hang My on. stomach takes up a lot of room nowadays. Screenshot. Hang on. <laughs> it's not happening, Christine. Eva, Eva, can you screenshot? Are you there? Oh yeah, I got it. Oh. Okay, ready? Oh good. Eva's <laughs> <laughs> taking a thousand pictures if you didn't hear that. Okay, perfect. Okay. Anyway, back to our daily programming. Yes, this is our Halloween episode. Back to being very professional. 
Okay, um, <clears throat> As you can see, I've also put up a bunch of, um, a bunch of ghost equipment. Um, I have two EMF detectors behind me, and I also <gasps> have a Boo Buddy, which is apparently the creepiest thing in the whole world. Yes, it's, it like, is. can talk to you and stuff. I don't have it turned on because the bear does not like to shut up, and I don't know if that's because I'm not using it properly or there's a lot of ghosts. It could be um, probably the second one. Um, yeah, so the Boo Buddy says things like, what does it say? Doesn't it, you told me it says creepy, creepy stuff. It when says it, like, like if you touch its left hand, it says something versus if you touch its right hand, blech. that way people can document like, oh, you can get the ghost to if go to the left side or the right side. Paw, or right. Yeah. And it's, okay. but it says things like, haha, that tickles. And yeah, it's, it's not like the creepiest good. thing. Um, so we're not turning it on, but it is there aesthetically as well. I as, also feel like it fits your costume of like a baby. Like, you have a little stuffed bear, you know? It's like a haunted stuffed bear, but... You're completely right. <laughs> oh, my God. It just really weirdly goes together. I hate it. <laughs> also, how do you feel about this massive Ouija planchette? Do you like it? Uh, I adore that. Where did you get that? Also, the costume it's our, store? It's our front door hanging currently. Well, oh, not I currently, love it. Because it's right here. But, yeah, during Halloween, it's one of our door hangings. Amazing. I got it from Spirit, Obviously. Obviously. Oh, I adore it. Um, so, Christine, I did want to say, uh, we did this last time, mm -hmm. I think. We did this last Halloween, and I wanted to keep the tradition alive. But I have a couple trivia questions for you. I wanted to <gasps> see how many of this. them you might get right. Um, I wanted to start, uh, I was going to do multiple choice, and then I forgot. So, we are just going to do <laughs> you answer you your best. improv your multiple <laughs> choice. That would be fun. I can't, because you're going to know which one's the right one. Because By I'm not going to hesitate. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I also want to add real quick, I, I brought a can of cheer wine. Where did I put it? <gasps> because I can't, because I mean, okay, while we're recording this, it's still September. It's yes. the 27th. Um, so when this comes out, I will not be pregnant anymore. Please, right. dear Lord. I don't think it's even possible. <laughs> um, You'll be a big old, the great big pumpkin or whatever I'll Charlie be... <laughs> Brown calls it. <laughs> I still the have that pumpkin. pumpkin sweatshirt. It'll fit. Um, but yes, yeah, so I don't, oh, here's my cheer one. So I, uh, so right now I still can't drink, but it's, we're still a month away from Halloween, but I did bring this, which is just a gigantic bag of candy. Oh, so well, next well best done. Thing. Thank well you. Well done, Christine. And I'm very oh, sad my. that I can't be drinking right now with you. I mean, you're not drinking either, but usually I take the mantle on Halloween, but, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay. We got a cheer wine instead. So I'm ready to party is what I'm trying to say. Cool. I've got a big baby bottle of water that says I heart mom. So <laughs> even better. Uh, okay. So here's a couple questions. I'm just going to throw, throw a few at you. Um, I think I've already asked you this last year, but it's still fascinating. How many pounds of candy corn are produced each year? I will give oh you a hint. It's in the millions. Oh my God. 4 million. 35 million. Dear Lord. <laughs> Count. And by the way, also, it is rated the worst candy. I was so going to say, who even eats it? So if that's being made in 35 million pounds a year, then, like, what is, like, Milky Way up to? What's Reese's I, Peanut Butter Cups? Well, I was just thinking that because, like, everybody – there was one – okay, here's the thing about candy corn is I've been trying to find – if anyone – my brother doesn't listen to the show because he sucks, but whatever. But if – so don't tell him I said this, but for – Two years now, or no, not two years, for one year now since he's been vegan, I've been trying to find him vegan candy corn because he's the only person on the planet who's obsessed with candy corn, but he can't eat it because it has honey and like gelatin usually in it. And so I've been trying to find vegan candy corn. It does not exist. Like you have to home make it. 
and it's driving me crazy. So if anybody knows where to find it, please tell me um, and don't tell Zandy because I feel like that would be a fun. Uh, yeah, that'd be a great. I also had no gift. idea that vegan that candy corn was not vegan. I don't know what I thought it was, but yeah, I mean, I, mean, I just kind of like, stopped at it sucks. So yeah, I don't like. I mean, nobody likes it except my vegan brother. So I don't really understand like who who the market is for forty million or thirty five million pounds of it. But ew. Uh, hmm, that's disgusting. But I hope he gets what he wants. Let's put it that way. Happy. <laughs> I hope he's happy while I'm disgusted. Um. <laughs> The here here's another one. Uh and this should be a I'd like to thank a low ball. Um but what is the name of the famous magician that died on Halloween? Houdini? Yes. Okay. Oh. I was like, if I'm wrong about this, M's gonna <laughs> kill me. <laughs> um and then uh I was gonna I was going to ask you this question, but I think I'm just going to do these as fun facts because it would be really mean to have you guess these. Okay. Um, the original question was, what was the movie Beetlejuice almost called? Ooh. But here is the answer for you. Would you like a fun fact, Christine? Well, can I guess? Yeah. Magical striped wizard man. No. It would have been funny if it was just a different version of Beetlejuice, like roach milk or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, gross. Um, it was, was it? called Scared Sheetless. Which oh. makes kind of sense because like sheets ghosts, I guess. But yes, it's pretty vague. Um, Not that Beetlejuice is the most sensical term in the world, so I guess sure. But I understand it, and when you think of it, like roach milk, it's supposed to sound disgusting, mm -hmm. which is like what he is, right? All right. So then, uh, here's another one. I was going to ask you, what did Scottish women hang to see their future husbands on Halloween? As like what a prediction game. Oh, oh, oh. They would hang something up and you should see your future husband oh, through it. Oh, oh, a, uh, I mean, my guess is a mirror, but that seems not sensical. I don't know. It seems the most sensical. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to me at least, but it's actually wet sheets in front of a fire. Cool. Ooh. <laughs> cool. I guess the shadow, but like also you could look at any shadow and be like, that's there he that is. Might, Look how yeah, God, he's that hot. might be it. Oh my God, he's so hot. Look at him in that wet sheet. Um, I have used this fun fact before, but not in terms of Halloween. So I just didn't know one if you listen to me, and two if you know the no. answer. Um, no. Do okay. you know how mystery flavor candy? Do you know what the mystery flavor is? Oh my God, you have told me this before. Uh. Is it just, I mean, I always thought it was just the leftovers of whatever they had, but yeah. is that it? Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. It's good. the leftover candy from that day all mixed together. <laughs> That's what I always thought. Cause I was like, well, it's just has a big question mark on it. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, even most, we don't know. We don't even know what this is. I know with Airheads specifically, it's yeah. not all the flavors mixed together. It's just whatever flavor was last on the production line that oh, day. Oh, so, that's interesting. So if they made grape that day, you're getting a great mystery flavor. It's so but stupid because I always say that one's my favorite. But if it's different every time, then I'm just a big fat liar. Wow. It's kind of fun, though, because every flavor truly is it's a mystery different. instead yeah. of you figuring it out. I you do know? like that. I love Airheads. That's a fun fact. And then, uh, do we know how bobbing for apples started? <laughs> um, I feel like it was probably some sort of witch hunt or something terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Horses? I have no idea. No, it was actually a, like a, a dating game. <gasps> and uh, this is from history.com, by the way. 
Um, it was actually a dating ritual where you would go to a party with a bunch of different suitors and every apple would have a different person's name on it and you would try to bite the apple that of the person you wanted to go on a date with. Ew. I guess before everyone else. So you had to like fight underneath the water How much with your faces. How do you think is in there? That's so gross. A lot. <laughs> not <Yeah>. COVID friendly. <laughs> no, certainly not. not. Um, apparently, this is a quote from history.com. If it only took her one try to bite the apple they were destined for a romance but if she wow. succeeded with her second attempt then he would court her but their love would fade if it took three tries their relationship was doomed and oh. another approach was it was just a race to the first bite of an apple yeah so they were just clunking heads under the water Ooh, <clears throat> have you ever bought the apples yeah i'm pretty it's pretty easy all you gotta do is just commit you know but don't i feel like they since they're not i've never done it but i feel like the trick is you to have get to traction the trick is you have to, again, like commit and throw your entire body under the water to because like push you have it to against a surface, push it against the floor mm -hmm. of the bucket. So then you can you gotta really into want it. that hot guy you saw in the wet sheet. If your shoulders aren't wet after bobbing for apples, you didn't want it that bad. You Just didn't so want you. that guy. You didn't. Um, and then the last one I'll give you. I think five is a safe number. Um, do you know which city out there banned trick or treating for anyone over fourteen? <laughs> is it in the U.S.? It is. Okay. Um, let's see. Hmm. My guess is somewhere in Georgia or Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the la last year when I asked you a question, I said, which state is it illegal to be dressed as a nun or a priest? And it was like Alabama. So oh, yeah. Okay. So I, uh, yeah, close, I guess. <laughs> um, no. So uh, in Chesapeake, I think that means Chesapeake, Virginia. I might be biased that we, because we have a Chesapeake. I, it oh. just said Chesapeake. So I'm going to, Let's run with Virginia. Oh, okay. Uh, Virginia. In 2019, Chesapeake became one of the latest cities to ban trick-or-treaters for over a certain age. So I guess this is a common thing. Oh, for over a certain age. For over 14. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought it was like, if you're a child, you can't trick-or-treat. Oh, it's like, that would be more fun for adults, I think. I um, thought it was like a, like a satanic thing. They were like, this is not Christian. I thought it was like a... Oh, I, I went see. the wrong direction. That's why I said Mississippi or Some would say you went the right direction, so... Mm, some. <laughs> um, apparently, it's a class four misdemeanor, and you could be fined up to $250. Well, that's sad if you turn 14 areas. and you're an eighth grader with some naivete still like I was, and I just want to trick-or-treat. Um, I Actually, I'll throw a bonus one in there. Do you know what... I'll give you... You can pick one of the five. Do you know what one of the top five most popular halloween costumes last year was one of the top five yes I'm trying to remember from when i threw candy from 10 feet away at children <laughs> it's well it's much more oh sorry top halloween costumes for adults oh oh in 2020 okay. so lazy costumes and it was also quarantined so oh my god what would have been it's as basic <sighs> as you think it is a nurse oh no. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's the most basic costume? Uh, with COVID, I guess all the supplies might have been. Maybe that was a little too on the nose. Um, what's like a ra let's say what's like a, like a, a main cat. character on Halloween? Yeah. Oh, cat. okay. It was witch, vampire, cat, ghost, Batman. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> really came out of the I thought we were going to go clever quarantine, but no. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, there's some uh, hot Halloween trivia for you, I guess. How old were you when you stopped trick-or-treating? Um, I would have kept on going forever, but there was one year I felt shame because I was alone and I was like, oh, all my other friends are probably not trick And you were tall too. Like, I feel like you could hide it if you like looked youth, like really small. I was, then. 
I've been this height since fifth grade. So um, I definitely looked like by 10, I shouldn't be trick or treating anymore. Um, I think, I think the official year was like 13. Okay. Oh my God. I trick or treated until I was 17. Like how I love trick or treating. It was so fun. And like, not ironically, like I really just wanted to go trick or treat. If someone ever came to my door and wanted candy, I would give it to them. It doesn't even have to be Halloween. And doesn't have to be, you don't have to be young oh, either. Like, if you're just get like kidnapped by a creepy man in a van. No, no, no. If you want candy, not if I want your van candy. <laughs> okay. That's your different. Van candy. Okay. <laughs> well, fair. Um, well, and then in college, I still skirted the system because Allison and Jordan and I, our other third roommate, went trick or treating um, on Embassy Row in DC. So they oh, do like fun. A, it was they really do a cool. whole thing. Yeah, and every embassy has like their lo- a national candy, and they so hand it fun. Out. It was really cool. It's so very guess, you and Allison too. I know, right? It was like <laughs> the most me and Allison thing ever. Um, and I was a Freudian slip, so well, um, I've seen that before. And Allison was a oh you have right duh. And then Allison was a ladybug. Um, so fun Sweet. times. Stinky witch, so cute. Okay, so um, congratulations on your embassy candy. I did not Thank ever you. do that. I just fun. did the, the old school pillowcase neighborhood thing, and then also got shamed at some point at thirteen. So yeah, I tri- just oh, I was Michael idea. Jackson when I was seventeen, and then I was like, this is getting weird. I'm <laughs> I need to not do this anymore. Was there ever an outfit you were very proud of? Oh man, one time, <laughs> um, I did a good lumberjack. Ooh. I don't know. I, I feel like. Ah, oh, shoot. I got to go look. What about you? I'm trying to remember um, what my favorite was. I feel like I was a vampire like five times in a row. Oh, really? I did a good uh, mad scientist at one point. Oh, I bet that was good. You would you would pull that off really well. My my mom, it was I was a kid. So my mom nailed it. My mom also one time like handmade me a costume. And then I think she was like, you don't appreciate this. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> my mom only made me costume because she refused to buy them out of the catalogs. Yeah. Well, anyway, so there you go. I'd say maybe mad scientist. That's a good one. Anyway. Oh, I almost knocked this whole thing over. Um, okay, so I've got... You are a baby, so no one can be mad at you. Wah! Okay, so I've got... <laughs> gross, gross, gross. <laughs> if thinking about salsa in a variety of delicious flavors and heat levels makes your mouth water, you need to check out Green Mountain Gringo. And make sure to turn the jar around and take a look at its clean backside. A list of its all-natural ingredients. Of course, that's what I meant, of course. And all their products are preservative-free, too. With the medium salsa, you get hearty chunks of tomatoes, tomatillos, peppers, and onions in every scoop. I'm reading the ad and my mouth is watering. Uh, Anyway, the hot salsa brings flavorful heat to every meal with each bite containing jalapenos, serrano peppers, and other savory herbs. Plus, they've got a hot sauce with a tangy, spicy flavor that enhances the simplest of meals. It's perfect for avocado egg toast or tacos. I sort of feel like they're reading my mind because I put salsa on almost everything, but specifically, I use their salsa. I use usually the medium salsa and then uh, also the hot sauce on my avocado egg toast. And I don't know how the script knew that maybe everybody eats this but i always make toast with avocado and then i put scrambled eggs on top and i put salsa i can't eat it without salsa and the green mountain gringo is always there for me in the fridge because it really adds to i mean any meal if you're me but definitely the eggs avocado toast situation visit greenmountaingringo.com and start shopping use the store locator to find green mountain gringo products get inspiration for recipes and purchase products using promo code podcast 24 for 20 percent off that's promo code podcast 24 and don't forget to check out their backside <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. All right, Christine, here is your story. This is a two-parter. Um, this I know it's Halloween and I should be giving you the whole shebang, but let's just say I want to lure you into next week. Okay. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and you, also <laughs> I'm trying, by lure you, I don't mean the audience, I mean you, please don't have the baby yet and I'm stick around to best. find out the rest of the story. I've tried so hard to have the baby that at this point I'm like, whatever, fine, just let's ride it out. hold in for a little longer. So, okay. Um, this is, uh, hmm, okay. I'm trying to figure out how to introduce it, but I'm just gonna do my old wing it thing. This is the story of the Harrisville Farmhouse, Ooh. aka the Perrin Family Haunting, <gasps> aka hey. the inspiration for the first Conjuring movie, aka how have I not covered this yet? I, you haven't, have you? No. Oh my At God, least so not excited. as thoroughly as I'm about to, because, like, Wow, I this is a two parter. I didn't go to sleep, Christine. Uh-oh. I I've been researching all night. I've been watching all the videos. I've been on TikTok. It's been all over the place. So you're a hardworking baby. That's yeah. why why that's okay. So um, you need a new tagline. I can't deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, by the way, I could not be sweating more. Just I, like you look, I'm hot just looking at you, and I'm in a tank top. I, I can't. The deal. second that I rip this off, a pool of sweat will just fall right off me cute um so anyway let's whew, a little fuzzy there this is the Perrin family haunting and i realized i hadn't covered it when i was covering ed and lorraine warren a couple weeks ago um so they will be featured in this next week oh my god Uh-oh. so excited uh-oh okay. <clears throat> uh-oh so uh the property which by the way is in harrisville rhode island it goes all the way back to the 1600s. It was surveyed by John Smith himself. Oh. Um, and the land was eventually sold to the Arnold family, um, who we will remember as characters later. So because uh, the Arnold family lived here, they ended up living here for a long time. And the house was originally called the Old Arnold Estate. And at one point it was also called the Old Brook Farm and it was originally called the Dexter Richardson House. I guess the Richardsons were the first people to move in. Okay. Um, but it's mainly known as the Old Arnold Estate. It's also now known as the Conjuring House. So, <laughs> um, it has so a, it's, listen, it's a Gemini. It has a lot of personalities. You can just call it whatever you want and it'll probably come to you. So, uh, in Harrisville, Rhode Island, it is January 1971, and the Perrin family is parents, uh, parents Carolyn and Roger, and they've got four daughters named Andrea, Nancy, Christine, hey. Cynthia, and April. Lovely. Um, you're going to learn a lot about Andrea in this story, by the way. Okay. So I do want to give her a shout out. Um because she like could not be more active still doing interviews and she's written three books about this and she is willing to answer any and all questions. She guest starred on a ghost adventures episode. So she 
like she's made it her calling of like telling people her story. According to her, nobody remembers feeling or sensing anything paranormal about the house until they officially moved in that day. Um, they had been to the house and like checked out the property, That's but never sneaky, felt though. anything. That's mm-hmm. sneaky of the house to be like, no, I'm fine. And then. And ah. she does talk about that too, where it's like, it, it felt very intentional that these yeah. spirits brought them in. Cause so. I've looked, when I was looking for houses, I remember being like, this house has a weird vibe. Like I remember you could definitely tell when you walk into a place and if it doesn't have any weird vibe and then you move in and you're like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That just then seems unfair. feels super creepy. It does. So. All, uh, like I said, in hindsight, <laughs> she knew something was up. And now looking back at it too, she remembers the seller's last words to them were leave the lights on at night. <laughs> okay. All right. So, like, Sneaky even, little seller. Even the seller was like, um, here are the keys. You can't turn back. Um, leave the lights on at night. That is unfair to say without any explanation. So when Andrea was 12, uh, that was when they moved in. And the first moment of living in that house, they all had an experience. So I guess the guy selling them the house or the guy who lived in the house before them or was renting or something, he had like stuff at the house and he was there packing his stuff up while they were moving in. So I don't know if he was just kind of like hanging out until it officially sold. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, I want every last second of what I paid for. (laughs) I guess so, but also, why would you after you hear this story? I guess so, yeah. So, uh, his name was Mr. Kenyon, and apparently, so Andrea's 12, and the dad says, Andrea, go take this box into the kitchen. So, Andrea's taking this box, walking through the dining room, and sees Mr. Kenyon was standing there, and there was another guy with him that was, like, watching him collect all of his stuff. Um, The other man did not acknowledge Andrea at all, and Andrea thought about him. Do people around here really dress that odd? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and she ended up getting to the kitchen and asked her mom, who was the man that was with Mr. Kenyon. And the mom was like, there's nobody here. Like, it's just him. The, the, his son's going to be here later, but he's not here yet. Um, and so just kind of got, I guess, ignored or pushed aside because they were kind of in the hustle and bustle of moving. Right. And so she didn't even think about it. She was just like, oh, it's like, it was no one's here. You're, you know, whatever. Well, then I guess uh, their, her sister, Christine, then walked in and said, mom, who's that guy standing next uh. to Mr. Kenyon? Uh. And the mom again was like, there's no one here. What are you guys talking about? Just keep, keep moving boxes. And then the sister, Cindy, came in and asked the same question. Now and this then, is like a sitcom. Okay. <laughs> and then Nancy came in and whispered to the sisters and was like, did you see that man with Mr. <gasps> Kenyon? Because he just disappeared. Ah. So in the first moment of being there, four out of five sisters all And of course, it's saw. all the kids, which is just like, great. The mom doesn't see it. The kids do. Oh, no. And they all knew something was up when they when Andrea saw the man. Oh, I just got chills thinking about it. Also, pay attention to these little Oh, machines. I haven't even been looking. Uh, this one's supposed to be blinking like that. It's next to something with a heavy battery. Just so you Okay, know. okay. Yeah, we got the EMF readers going if you're if it, listening audio-wise. Yes, 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 yes. We'll tell you if anything happens. Don't worry. You'll hear Christine go, ah! <laughs> Actually, you'll um, probably hear me. You'll see me go like, hey, okay, can, I, uh, can I have a minute? <laughs> um, so they also knew that something was up with this man because when her dad went to go talk to Mr. Kenyon and the man was standing there, their dad didn't actually acknowledge the guy at all, but the girls could see him. Ugh. 
So it was like they were, it was kind of like in the movie It. I know you haven't seen that, but if you watch the movie It, it's like when the parents are ignoring that they're in like a room full of blood and like the kids are freaking out that the dad's like washing his hands in the sink full of blood. Like it's like they're just completely unaware. And they're oblivious. Uh, So oblivious. And so Andrew was like, I knew something was up and my dad didn't notice him and I was looking right at him. And Uh. apparently he was like a solid dude. Like Like Andrew was like a real guy, right? Like I could just walk up and touch him if I wanted to. Poke his booty. (laughs) Poke his booty. If you want to. Booty. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, I got ignored all day just because they were moving and the parents didn't really pay attention to the girls. Um, but as you can tell, as you mentioned already, the spirits immediately took to the kids first and Mm. soon they were all seeing apparitions. The weird thing about this house that's also pretty consistent is everything happens so fucking fast. Like the second they moved in, they felt something later when other things kind of get eerier it happens right away like it just it's there's no waiting around they're like let's it's time to fuck around and there's find no like out escalation it's they're like yeah. slow escalation it's like bam yeah zero to 60 yeah so like day one they see this dude hanging out in the dining room Ugh. and then right away they start seeing apparitions who are like hanging out with them as like family friends Ew. so it's not just like they're walking by it's like they're hanging out with them so Pretty quickly, the girls could see one apparition named Manny, or they nicknamed him Manny. Um, Andrea says, quote, my little sister was not inventive with nicknames, and he was a man. So (laughs) That was my guess, yeah. Yeah, I love it. So they think Manny was actually most likely to be John Arnold, one of the Arnold family members who lived there. Apparently, he died from drinking some sort of poison, which was, I guess, in small doses, was able to get you drunk without killing you. Oh, no. And they think John Arnold just accidentally drank too much and killed himself by accident. Oh, no. Um, I just said accident a lot. I just noticed. (laughs) But uh, Andrea swears. She's like, I know that the coroner's, like they listed his death as a suicide, but we hung out with him all the time. And like, we know that he wouldn't have done that on purpose. Like it was, they were, <laughs> wait, this is like next level of like, he would never have done this. Like he, we know he's a ghost and we've never actually met him, but they were like, trust he, me. It, they were like, it was definitely accidental. He probably just wanted to get a little fucked up and just overdosed. These kids are like, no, nah, he loves to get fucked up. That's what you don't understand. <laughs> Uh, and this is a quote from Andrea. She says, I had a close thing with him and he showed up at the house a lot. We referred to him as more like a member of the family. And I never had the sense that he tried to kill himself. And I don't care what the coroner's report said. Well, and I mean, honestly, if you're that confident. Like, I believe yeah, you. shit. I'm going to trust the person who's been hanging out with the dead man this whole time who like, could have gotten that information out. So, like, the, truly, just like, I imagine this guy is just coming in, just like hanging out on the bed with you, talking up, up a storm. Like, and he's a dead person. And another apparition happened very quickly where for the first two months after they moved in, the girls all said that a woman they didn't know would come in and kiss them on the forehead each night to like say goodnight. Oh, no, 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 no. Andrea said, mom smelled like ivory soap and this spirit smelled like flowers and fruit. And one of the other sisters, I think Cynthia said like, we knew it wasn't our mom, but when you're a little kid, you kind of just like roll over and just you're like, oh, someone else was here and kissed us goodnight. So they just ignored it. At this point, they're like, we have so many family friends, I guess. Just kind of waltzing through. for the course. So the spirits would also mess with the girls' toys, which eventually made the sisters actually start fighting when they thought that they were taking each other's stuff. 
And that was kind of like the first, if you can, I'm imagining that was the first version of anything sinister where like right. it was turning them against each other. Their toys would get moved around or they would get hidden like in the barn or under the bed. And the sisters started fighting a lot, but then their mom made them talk about the golden rule of like treat people how you want to be treated. And that was when Cindy started sharing her toys with anyone who came into her room. <gasps> She's like, mom said, oh yep. no, oh no. One toy that they didn't like of hers that she, I guess, was willing to share with them was a record player called a close and play where it was just kind of like pop it open. It was like a CD player. Yeah. Pop it open, put the record and close it and it plays. Kids, a CD player is like a a newfangled record Uh player. You don't understand any of these words. (laughs) A CD player is just half a record player. You don't have to flip (laughs) it over. So... Yeah, one of the toys they did not like of hers was her close and play record player. Apparently they broke it and they also broke the record she was playing in it, which was her favorite record at the time. Isn't that nice. Um, and a lot of the spirits here, the girls just got used to them so quickly that they kind of assumed they were harmless, but some got creepy right away. Uh-oh. So on top of these other things that are happening all the time, just like Manny walking in and out and girls kissing you on the forehead. Um, <laughs> what a fun time. Cindy, apparently, I uh, one, one time Andrea, I heard Andrea have all, in a lot of interviews, one of them, she said this was the very first night they moved in, um, said that Cindy would crawl into her bed at night saying the voices are surrounding her, oh, telling for- her that there are seven dead soldiers in the wall. Forgot. Uh, no. Ugh, that makes me ill. So... Andrea did say later, she was like, the house was built 40 years before the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Mm. Like, there's so many battles that have happened around here. And she said, I have every reason to believe there are, in fact, bodies in the wall. Like, why Uh, wouldn't you? I do too now. I mean, geez. Honestly, I'm just going to trust all of these children. Me too. Um, So Andrea also said when you would hear door latches clicking around the house, they had, like, memorized every single door's latch opening because then they would at least know like who was coming from where and you never knew if it was your parent or a sibling or nobody or something really dark and they just kind of lived in this constant state of anxiety of like am I about to like have to deal with a ghost or is like my sister saying it's time for dinner or so, is she saying there's bodies in the wall you never or know. there's bingo so oh. she was just always on edge um and apparently there was one spirit that would call out mama at night mm. It was me. <laughs> it was you. And I was like <laughs> plugging my ears like, no. Nope. <laughs> um, apparently people would hear voices, footsteps, banging, doors open and close. They experienced an overwhelming sadness. Apparently, mm-hmm. no matter who you were, if you were there long enough, you'd start feeling really sad. One sister ended up becoming friends with one of the apparitions who was a little boy named Oliver Richardson. And the Richardsons Aww. were the family who first moved in in the 1600s. 1600s. Um, oh, my God. I know. And apparently there was also a father and child with their dog and all three of them had died on the premises, but Mm. now their spirits were all together looking what they, what Andrea says is like, they're probably looking out a window from when they had a window (gasps) there, but it just looks like they're staring at a wall. It's very creepy. Creepy is that. And they will not interact with you. They, it's like, they're just kind of a residual, like they're just looking out the window together and that's that it. That is horrible. That's like that blueprint theory where they're stuck in their own old house, mm-hmm. sort of. Oh my god! Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> well, so remember the blueprint theory later too, because that comes oh, okay. back. Um, 
we might have to i forget where the notes are in this but we might have to bring that up next it's fascinating week, so. to me this whole blueprint thing so uh some people oh, also like I found this sorry i was digging through the candy i found this baby bottle that? pop oh i love a baby bottle so, pop. remember um, when the jonas brothers were the ones who sang the baby bottle pop theme yes song? <laughs> baby bottle pop oh children gen x you don't know what that is either but listen it's okay (laughs) you missed out on a lot it's okay it was it was nick jonas before red dress so (laughs) i don't even know if that's relevant anymore no no probably not (laughs) uh so some people with all these spirits some people had it easier with the spirits than others like andrea uh said in an interview that she could just basically tell them to leave if they were bothering her and they'd listen but there were other people that got taunted a lot more. I imagine Cindy was one of them just because she was more open to that and was like sharing her toys and stuff. Aww. Another was Cynthia. Let's just all collectively like just cheers to Cynthia. Cause it sounds like she's really been through it. Um, so, I mean, they, they've all been through it, but Cynthia in particular sounds Is she pretty the one traumatized. Who heard the voices? That or was that Cindy. I think Cindy, which voice are you talking about? Mm. Sorry, the voice is saying there are seven bodies. That was Cindy, I think. Okay. I think. I don't know. I, the Cynthia and Cindy was a, was a bad call in naming your children. It's very confusing. I can't keep up. Um, <laughs> oh, that was, that was Cindy. That was Cindy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Control F dead bodies. <laughs> Listen, I, the amount I do that on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> so Cynthia was uh, in bed, and this is just one of the times where she was getting taunted by these things uh oh okay so she was actually upstairs playing when the closet door opened and she thought one of her siblings was going to come out but it was an older woman with her head tilted to the side oh this is like that fucking haunting of hill house she had lady she had a gray dress with yellow flowers and an apron and she was holding a handkerchief and as far as uh, cynthia saw there were no feet and she could hear the woman telepathically saying, come to me, little girl. <gasps> I hate that so much. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Goose thank cam. you. Goose cam. Another night, she saw something hovering over one of the beds. And moments later, it was dragging her out of bed. <clears throat> she kept blinking like, what is that I see? What's that? What's that weird shadow thing? And then she was getting ripped out of her bed and dragged towards the cellar. <gasps> no, bad. Cynthia uh, was also once in bed when the bed itself was dragging all over the floor and levitating in the air. Mm -mm. So she was lying down. She woke up. Her bed is flip flopping everywhere. You can't even like leave the room because you're stuck on that flying carpet bed. And she was the she remembers being really pissed that her mom wouldn't come help her because quote from Cynthia. The house somehow had a way of kind of bubbling your scream. (gasps) There were times, there were times that we would be upstairs screaming our lungs out and the person could be right downstairs and you'd never hear a word. I was wondering, because I was like, if the bed's scraping all over the floor, you think you'd hear it, but I guess not if your screams are being bubbled. Nope. So not only would it keep you from getting help, but another thing it would do is it would throw voices and put people in trances. Oh, so it'd be like, you're across the hall. Or like, like you're downstairs. not home at all and you just hear yeah. the person talking to you. That's not good. So it was mimicking voices is probably a better way to put it. Right. Um, so one thing that a lot of people remember from the Conjuring movie itself was the hide and seek game where you would close your eyes and you would have to find someone by with them clapping. Ugh. 
So you I've never seen this movie, obviously. So I'm like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, you would close your eyes if you were the seeker and the person would be hiding, but they would clap to give you like a, like a Marco Polo thing. Yeah. Or like hot and cold situation of like, Oh, I'm over here. I'm over here. Um, and in the movie, they're playing hide and seek. And then all of a sudden, like, they hear a clap and no one's there. Mm. And, like, things like that. So apparently that idea was, I'm guessing, inspired by the fact that the girls would actually play hide and seek in this house. And they ended up getting into some ghostly trouble while playing hide and seek. So Cynthia, again, this poor fucking girl, she decided that she was going to hide one day in this wooden box that had no latch. It had no heavy lid. It was just like a lightweight thing that she could get in and out of. And I'm assuming had gotten in and out of before. And like you cannot you're not getting trapped in this box situation. But she hid in the box or in this trunk. And eventually she realized, oh, I guess the game's over and no one's looking for me. So I'm just going to get out of the box and leave. It's like a but younger sibling curse every time. I, also an only child curse. Okay, like, also an only child curse. No one even started the game with That's me. That's sad. That's <laughs> extra sad. I would just hide for no one. Oh, it is so sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, eventually when uh, Cynthia realized no one was looking for her, she tried to get out of the box and someone was holding her no, in. No, 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 no. It felt like someone was sitting on the box. There was no way she could get out of there. She screamed forever, and she was within screaming distance, but nobody could hear her. <gasps> um, and apparently she, like, almost suffocated in there for being in there so long without air holes. And screaming so much. She's probably, like, using a yeah. pillar. Oh, my God. And probably hyperventilating. Oh, when my God. When they pulled her out, apparently she was soaking wet from just, like, sweat and crying. It's really Poor sad. baby. Um, and she was eight years old. That's at the traumatic. Time. Fully traumatic. Yeah. I'm almost 30 and I would have, I would lose my fucking Absolutely. mind if that happened. Can you That's imagine like being eight coffin. years old? Yeah. <sighs> and so uh, this happened another time to Christine instead of Cynthia. Oh, no. Not Christine. Um, even creepier because this one involves throwing voices. And all of the sisters apparently were downstairs and the mom, Carolyn, was there. They were all making sandwiches for lunch. And all of a sudden, they realized that Christine had vanished. They were like, where the fuck did Christine go? I'm sure as a, the 12-year-old said that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that. You say it a lot. Where the fuck did Christine go? Eva? <laughs> Is she paying and again? Everyone starts freaking out looking for her. They're like, go check, the, go check outside. Every, you know, everyone's kind of like scattering around looking for her. And they find her upstairs trapped in a box. <gasps> And when they pull her out, Christine is freaking out and like even like shoves the mom away and is like, why would you do that to me? (gasps) And the mom is like, what are you talking about? I was downstairs with everyone else. And Christine says she fell asleep on the bed and Carolyn, her mom, came in the room and told her to get in the box. I am. No, no. But Christine apparently didn't know for sure that it. she thought for sure it was Carolyn, but she wasn't sure because... When she was woken up by Carolyn's voice and told to get in the box, she felt completely frozen and could not move and couldn't open her eyes. All she could do was hear the voice. Oh, my God. So whatever was there was keeping her from being able to open her eyes and run. So how did she get in the box? So with her eyes closed and completely still, something lifted her off the bed and put her in this box and I guess it was also an easy lid she should have been able to get out of, but she was also stuck in there. This is so bad. 
I'm so freaked out right now. It had her mother's voice and also creepily, it kept calling it the box when what her mom always called it was the antique trunk. <gasps> so for her mom to like also like it wasn't it even feels, like what her mom called it. Ugh. It feels like a black eyed kid situation where they were trying to sound like the, yeah. they tried to sound correct and they were still kind of off. Oh, so it's like oh, if so your mom creepy. always calls it the antique trunk and now she's saying get in the box. It's just extra. Creepy. Do we know? Is it something like they had like was it original to the house or was it like something? I think it was brought? just I think it was just something of theirs. They just brought with them. Yeah. Um. So even though all of this scary, but seemingly maybe non-evil spirits, even though those were all there, there was one specifically dark entity in this house. And the parents refused to talk about it. I think maybe Andrea talked about it in her book a little bit, but they like don't talk about it. And Andrea did say, quote, Let's just say there was a very bad male spirit in the home with five little girls. So kind of a you do the math situation. Dear God. Oh, no. Um, also about a dozen. F- they said on they if they had a guess between 10 and 12 entities were frequently at the house. Um, I don't know if this like super malevolent one was one of them. But they said there was like a good dozen spirits they were just familiar with at all times. Horrible. Um, While this is all happening, by the way, because that's just the kids and they're like not telling their parents about this stuff unless like they get found out like being trapped in a box. But they're not talking about like, oh, Manny is hanging out with us and our little sister's friends with one of the original Richardson boys. Like they're not talking about that stuff. So while that's all happening to the girls, Carolyn, the mom, is having her own evil experiences um you okay yeah okay i thought i thought you froze for a second and i went oh no sorry sometimes when i eat i like do this like horrible freeze frame where my (laughs) eyes don't blink so that's probably what happened i can't wait for your baby to also do that it'll freak you the fuck out every time is not gonna love it (laughs) so uh while this is all happening carolyn is having her own experiences and the spirits seem to be most threatened by her so she's getting the real brunt of it so is it just the mom and the kids it's also the dad so the dad's roger and he apparently like didn't believe any of this for a long time great okay Go figure. Yeah. Um, I, there were, there was some differing notes that I found on different sources. Some said that he was aware of it, but didn't have a problem with it. Cause he was only like, they were only treating him nicely. Oh, great. There was another one where like, he didn't know for a long time. There was another one where he ignored it. There was another one where he felt uncomfortable, but was aware and just didn't talk about it. Right. So I'm going to go on the assumption that like, he was just kind of like blase and unaware until right real shit started happening. Sure. And so when this was all happening, Carol was having her own stuff. And Andrea says, quote, we started seeing changes in my mother and she did not divulge to us what was happening. She was having outrageous things happen to her, but mm-hmm. she did not tell her five little children, obviously. Oh. Um, so Terrible. for Carolyn, it started with hearing like the broom sweeping, which, okay, that sounds pretty dope. Like do my chores. And then, my, I'd be like, my kids don't sweep, I imagine. Like, my so. dishes are dirty, too. Um, you can do those next. <laughs> um, she would see the broom or other items moving around. They heard scraping and shuffling. Um, but soon the family was starting to smell, especially Carolyn. And I think this is where the dad started noticing something. They started waking up to the smell of rotting flesh. <gasps> yeah. And what a weird thing to wake up to also. 
one article said it was every day at 5.15 a.m. Yuck. Uh, also, their hair and their legs were getting pulled, and they had a lot of bats, like hundreds mm. of bats every night. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. I guess in the movie, they did kind of the same thing with crows, and they said, we did have crows, but the bigger problem was bats. Um, and they also said one of the bigger problems was flies, which is super demonic. Yep. Um, Andrea said in an interview, oh my God, the flies. Bot flies by the millions. The <laughs> bot flies are only found around corpses. And when we moved into the house, we moved in in the middle of winter. We moved in during a snowstorm. So there like, shouldn't have been fucking flies. Oh no. And within a day, there were big, fat, black, fuzzy flies and they oh. were by the thousands. We had an exterminator out twice, but he could not find a breeding place anywhere in the house for them. That's and then bad. even creepier, Christine, is later when the family started talking about all their experiences, all the flies dropped dead at the same time. <gasps> <laughs> okay yuck um first of all yuck second of all i don't mean like gross about bats in general i just mean an infestation of bats has got to be very scary for people i mean like it's like living in like uh, like dracula's castle i imagine (laughs) the flies Um, that are supposed to be around dead bodies no bueno i don't like like they're they're well also they're showing up i guess they're before they're showing up in a house that's also smelling right like rotting flesh yeah exactly I wonder um, how they all died at once. That's a that's bizarre. That's so really bizarre. Lorraine Warren's theory is that they were harbingers of something to come. <sighs> and they maybe weren't actually real, but they right. were kind of a hallucinogen. And <gasps> right. they were announcing, this is a quote, they were announcing to you, the mortals in the house, the presence of the spirits. <laughs> and, okay, wow. <laughs> and when you acknowledged what was, because they dropped dead when they all started talking about what was going on with each other. And when you acknowledged what was happening in the house, their work was done. That's heinous. Heinous. As you like to say, yuck. (laughs) Yuck Uh, (laughs) Yucko. Also, I love that you said hallucinogen instead of hallucination. I know. I know. (laughs) Like they're eating it. (laughs) I wrote it out, though, just so you know, until you've speed bumped me and let me know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Riley, do you hear that bumping? No. Well, now it's gone as soon as I said that. Um, oh my god like the flies they're a harbinger of doom <laughs> yes the bowling ball sized flies are jumping <laughs> everywhere <laughs> um <laughs> that's true demonic shit right yeah, there would by the be, way though right yeah so uh eventually this is where things get real rough Uh-oh. so eventually andrea has a dream and I, it feels kind of like an astral projection situation because she's hovering over or standing in the room where Carolyn and Roger are sleeping, where her mm. parents are sleeping. It's in the middle of the night and above her mom, Andrea sees a woman with no hands, <gasps> but sticks under her sleeves <gasps> who knew Andrea could see her hovering over her mom and her dad. In the meantime, looked very scratched up like he was attacked by an animal and roger was a so even though he looked attacked he was i guess sleeping next to carolyn but carolyn could see this woman so a- andrea is seeing the mom awake seeing the same thing okay. while the oh, dad so is as- awake okay she sees her dad either asleep or looking real fucking dead because he looks attacked by something jesus and the mom is awake seeing this woman with sticks for arms staring at her. And the, the woman 
with sticks arms knows that the daughter can also see it. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, oh, that's so f- fucking weird. So I guess, uh, Carolyn, who was seeing this woman floating above her, was trying to get her husband's attention, but he was, she thought he might be dead or something because he was not waking up. And it could have been that, like, weird experience that people say they have with, like, sleep paralysis where, like, you're screaming for help and nobody can hear you. Or, like, maybe it bubbled the sound or the experience. Right. But she was, like, grabbing at him and he wasn't moving. So he, like was completely like in a trance and unaware of what was going on or she thought he was dead and she was next. How scary. Um, And so, yeah, Andrea does a great job describing all this. There's two interviews on YouTube um, with a, I just want to give them a shout out. It was a a channel called 757 Paranormal, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is also in Virginia because 757 is one of our area codes. Oh, so, um, uh, they did two hour long interviews with her and that's where I got a lot of this oh, information. Wow. So shout out. Um, and so she's seeing all this happen. She's seeing her mom like struggle to like wake her dad up. Um, and the next morning, Andrea goes downstairs and sees her mom drawing something and she's drawing that woman. <gasps> and she says, mom, like we haven't talked about this stuff yet, but like hey. be honest with me. What's did that happen to you last night? And Carolyn said yes. And then her dad came downstairs and his back was all scratched. (gasps) Another night, Carolyn wakes up to the smell of smoke and no one else is awake. This is all Carolyn's story. She wakes up to the smell of smoke and she sees two tall apparitions at the foot of her bed. And then a woman enters the room. (laughs) This woman had a snapped neck. (gasps) Or her head was hanging off of her body. No, it's the bent neck lady. She was holding a torch. And in a very intimidating voice started chanting this incantation. This is the long version that I heard Andrea recite at one point in one of her interviews. This was what this woman was chanting. "'Twas mistress once before ye came, and mistress here will be anon, will drive ye with fiery broom, and drive ye mad with gloom." Jesus, what? (laughs) What? Which I guess was saying, like, I was the woman of the house before you get out, we'll do whatever we have to to get you out of here. Like, just You are not welcome here, basically. You're not welcome here. (gasps) And then, I don't know if this was at the same time, one of the one of the sources made it seem like it happened right after this chanting. Another yeah. source said it happened um, on a different day. But Carolyn felt something stab her in the leg. <gasps> well, okay. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And they ended up saying it was perfectly circle as if like a sewing needle had impaled her. Ew. Was the quote. Perfectly circle as if a sewing needle had impaled her. Um. And so it wasn't like a weird stab or cut. It was exactly a circle. And after this, I don't know if it was because like they had like gotten inside of her body at all by the stabbing motion or whatever. But after this, Carolyn started rapidly declining. She was super tired all the time. She was super like they said she was like withering away. Um, They said she was like, girl, what is sorry? I'm sneezing. So I have to keep muting myself. I thought you were laughing. I was like, this is not a game. <laughs> I was like, what are you Christy, talking? no, no, I promise. I uh, I keep sneezing, but I have to mute myself. So I like do this whole 
rigmarole (laughs) and I didn't want to interrupt and like here I am like doing worse than interrupting like literally creating the whole (laughs) diversion do you need a minute so Um, sorry about that I'm trying to also turn my phone on do not disturb but I have the new update have you gotten Mm. the new update and it's like I'm, I'm very confusing so I'm trying to no you're good Gio's getting picked up from his haircut so they keep texting me so sweet he's gonna look so handsome em I love him. He was so good when I saw him. His sweet, he his misses sweet you face. so much. So, uh, yeah. So she was in rapid decline. Apparently she was like aging very quickly. That's it was very creepy. It was almost like now that they had made like physical contact with her, they were like sucking the energy out of her. I mean, they're literally and stabbing her too. Like I wouldn't feel good either. Yeah. No, I would not. Uh, Carolyn then decides she's like, I need to look up the history of this house. What the fuck is going on around here? Mm-hmm. And, while looking through the area's public records, she sees that there were eight generations of the Arnold family, the family that lived there forever. Eight generations of them lived here, and many of them died on the property in very weird ways. Um, some of them died uh, in ways including suicide. There was mm-hmm. apparently multiple suicides. Um, there was an attempted murder of an 11-year-old after oh. a sexual assault on the 11-year-old. There was typhus drownings one of the neighbors died from exposure after he passed out drunk um just a lot of death and andrea was quoted saying virtually every entity we were able to name had as living beings either died by their own hand or died so traumatic a death and so sudden a death that they didn't seem to know they were dead that is terrifying oh i just got goose cam and then they're like why are you in my house Yes, that is going to be important later with that with the blueprint theory. Good call, Ooh, Christine. I'm so freaked out. <laughs> so uh, one of the allegedly dark things to happen here was the murder of a baby for satanic rituals. Oh, my God. What? So I said allegedly because we don't actually know. There was a there was a baby who died on the property and the rumor kind of spilled out that it was um one of the neighbors was named Bathsheba Sherman. Wowza, what a name. What a name. And Bathsheba Sherman apparently was, um, or I think, I don't know if Bathsheba, because she ends up being the main spirit in The Conjuring I was going to say, haven't you mentioned that name before? I feel like I remember. I think in the end, Lorraine one, I did. Yeah, because I remember commenting, like, with the last name Sherman. And then you're I know. Like, Bathsheba. <laughs> it's like, what a combination. I don't know if that was, I think that was her name in real life, too. But her, her maiden name was Thayer. Okay. I think. Bathsheba Thayer. That's a lot. I hope you don't have a lisp. That would I know. be a terrible curse. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so they, I think the rumor just kind of spilled out that she was a witch in the area. And I, I think the way that the, the notes made sense to me was that she was actually watching a baby on the Oof. property and the baby did die in her care and they kind of turned it into a much more horrific Sinister version. Thing. Right. Yeah. Um, which like, to be fair, I don't know. She could have been a murderer. She could have been, but also it was like the early 1800s or mid 1800s and babies just die sometimes. So I don't, I don't know if there was a, a disease going on. I mean, there was already typhus and or other an ways accident, of people, you know, an accident. Yeah. So we don't know, but there was apparently a baby who died in her care Tragic. on the property. And the story became that she was a local witch who killed the baby, um, in exchange for like a pact with the devil to have everlasting beauty or something. Wow. 
Wow. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Was Bathsheba um, beautiful forever? Because that would answer that question. I don't know. <laughs> and like, I want to see her at 95. Like, Why do maybe. I feel like a man created that? Um, why do I feel like a man? It's like, it must be eternal beauty. That's the only thing a woman would kill what for. What else would a vain, vain lady want? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently she killed the baby by stabbing it in the neck with a, with a needle. Oh, oh, oh. Like a sewing needle? Like some say it, it could arguably be the same needle that but, from beyond right. stabbed Carolyn. Fucking hell. That's so um, either, again, different sources had different stories, so I'm not sure on the truth here, but either there was no actual trial and this is all a fucking rumor or they actually, she was like brought to court on this and they ended up deciding there was no solid evidence to hold her, but because of the story going around the public already hated her anyway for right. the rest of time right so either she ended up just being hated uh there are also rumors that she had four kids and three of them didn't make it past infancy um mm. but they use that as backing up the fact that she'd killed babies for oh. satan okay that's not versus fair. like hey you could have just had three babies pass away in yeah. the 1800s um and people are turning it against you oh yeah like can you imagine like she already no. lost three of her fucking babies yikes the argument against that too is like she had like why was the fourth baby worth keeping and like he grew up and got married and everything so like, oh so she had right so okay whatever. why was that one not like was she done with her pact at that point i don't know so uh she La, 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 la. there's also no proof that she was actually a practicing witch at the time this could just all become part of the lore right. although one of the people that carolyn talked to in her research was a historian who actually did know bathsheba when he was a boy and he said that she was a bitter evil woman and uh he did not like her he at the point at the time that he met her she was already in her 70s and was just like a really nasty person um, there's also rumors that she had farm hands on her property that she like tortured. Oh um, God. But again, I don't know how real that is. I don't know if that's just like part of the, the sure. lore that she was a witch that beaten starved yeah. everybody, you know? And I also feel like if I were in my seventies and everyone fucking hated me and blamed me for the death I'd of be my nasty children, too. I'd yeah. fucking hate everyone back. Yeah. Yeah, truly. So I, I don't know what the deal is, but a lot of people use all this information I think the producers of The Conjuring used a lot of this information for yeah, their version fair. of Bathsheba. I mean, fair. Um, and so lots of lore is wrapped around how she died also. There was different versions of how she died. They all say, like, oh, she was a witch that when she died, her body turned into stone. But, like, I'm pretty sure she had a stroke. Like, <laughs> like oh, I'm pretty no. sure she, like, had, like, literal paralysis or something. And so... They all said oh, that she, shit. when she died, it was as if her body turned to stone just to make the story more interesting. Yikes. So um, Yikes. anyway, remember Bathsheba for a little bit later on. I will not forget her. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, but currently you just have to know that Caroline saw this woman in her dreams and got stabbed in the leg and it's implied that Bathsheba was this woman. Okay. So while looking for answers um, and doing all this research, she also, this is 1973 at this point. They've been in the house for, I think, three years. Yikes. Yikes. Um, while looking for answers, she sees an ad in the paper about a organization called Pyro, which is Parapsychological Investigation and Research Organization. Love it. And she called them in, uh, and as they were looking around the house, uh, 
Um, this, by the way, was led by two investigators who are brothers named Keith and Carl. Uh, and Carl and classic Keith. And as they were looking around the house, once they got there, they immediately started hearing footsteps and all these noises. And they were like, they were like, it was as loud as day. Like these were true (laughs) footsteps of someone upstairs. And then we looked at the kids being like, oh, who's up there? And the kids were like, do you not understand yet? Like, this is what, oh my God, mom and dad. It was like, that happens every day. That's Um, Manny. He's getting fucked up again. (laughs) Carl apparently saw a black fog in the corner of his eye, um, which like moved towards him and it surrounded him. He was surrounded in this black cloud and then it vanished. Um, And this fog becomes something that everyone that's lived in that house has seen at least once, Mm, Um, including Andrea. She said that the fog was actually the most common thing she interacted with. Um, but so Carl also saw the black fog. Zach himself, ZB, has seen he the fog. He did not. Aww. He did. He freaked the fuck out. Actually, this Ghost Adventures episode was really good. It was a 90-minute special, and he was Ooh. fucking losing it. He was I scared. I want to see that. Uh, the he ones was where, scared. Where, he's, where they're genuine, when he's genuinely freaked out, actually genuinely freaked me he out. He was genuinely freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Carl saw the fog. And as for Keith, when he was doing the walkthrough, there was a window that never closed. I guess it was stuck, like it had warped or something. Right. And when he asked, like, oh, are you religious? Like, you should, if you are, you should call upon Jesus and ask for help. Or, And w- as soon as he said the name Jesus, <gasps> the window slammed shut oh, no! so, so hard that the whole house shook. Oh, and no. And that was when Keith knew that there was a demon. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, don't you so, say that name in my house. If you would like me to stop, that is the first half <gasps> of the parent family haunting, Dude. aka the Harrisville farmhouse. Freaky stuff. I, I'm genuinely gonna be. I think it's gonna be scared tonight. It's a good one, go right? I was yeah, like, I think that's I'm a, genuinely gonna be scared. I was like, this feels very Halloweeny. This it does. Super it's spooky. Scary, dude. Ugh. Do you pride yourself on finding the best deals and savings? Yes, it's me. I'm raising my hand. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Shop brands like Macy's, Adidas, YSL Beauty, Samsung Petco, just to name a few. Plus, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Here's how it works. Stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares a commission with its members via check or PayPal quarterly. And you better believe how exciting it is when your PayPal alerts you that you've gotten money. It's no wonder Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get started today and get after your goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required and it's less expensive than takeout. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is a perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. I found myself recently recommending Factor to so many people in my life and this food is really good. So Blaze and I actually get to pick our own meals every week and, you know, separate them in the little drawer in the fridge and, uh, 
make sure the other keeps their hands off. I personally love the cold brew smoothies. Those are always my go-to in the morning if I'm running around dropping Leona off, don't have time to cook myself breakfast. It's a great solution. Head to factormeals.com slash drink50 and use code drink50 to get 50% off. That's code drink50 at factormeals.com slash drink50 to get 50% off. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Christine wrapping her body with gauze. Listen, here's the thing. I tried to go pee and everything went to shit. Not literally. Sorry. That's wrong terminology. <laughs> what Ew. I meant was all my, bandage, <laughs> all my bandages fell off. Not my bandages. My mummy gauze. Listen, don't worry about it. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed my... Um, my my scary house it really freaks me out i'm not gonna lie i i wasn't watching the emfs the whole time i was like too distracted by like part of me kind of wishes i told the whole story today just because i want to keep the the vibe like while it feels all spooky and everything so i'm gonna need you to really channel that next week when we record oh always i love it this way we have two weeks in a row of super spooky yes exactly all right well now i have Oh, we're okay. I got scared for a second. (laughs) You scared me. (laughs) You have a lot of responsibility, okay? When you make these flinching motions, I know it was my bad. Send me into Um, a tizzy. So tell me a story that is equally spooky. And if it's not, I will scream (laughs) out of anger, not out of fear. Like it's like I should on Halloween. Being a big baby. Just way, way. Okay. (laughs) I thought we'd gotten past that. I guess not. Tell me um, a Halloween time story. I'd like to be spooked, please. Okay, oh, I had to take my... That was head. fucking spooky. I just watched you regurgitate candy out of I your mouth. I didn't know you could see that. That was my lemon head. <laughs> I didn't want to keep chewing on it and make the sound really awful for everybody. So I put it in the wrapper. I know that's gross. I'll eat it again later. Okay. That's the gross part, Christine. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. Anyway, moving forward. Okay. So I have some fun stuff today. Um, I originally had some notes prepared and then I looked at them last night and was like, oh no, these are way too much of a bummer. Like just, just, it was just too much. And it was about, you told kids. me there was a lot of children getting hurt. And yeah. Stuff. It was just a lot of stuff toward children. And I was like, that's not a hollow in the Halloween. Let's leave that for next week. Hi, Juniper. Um, so instead I was like, what is Halloweeny that I have that I have prepared um, and I remembered that last year, I think it was like a year and a half ago now, um, I so I have my little YouTube channel, The X-Teen Files, and I mm. had done a an episode on creepy clown stories, like true creepy clown stories, and I still have the notes from that, and I, um, I have like a, a whole list here, some of it's not on the video, of like uh, real life creepy clown stories from around the world, so I'm going to share them. Oh. Okay. And um, some of them are in that YouTube video, some are, not, some are not. And then in the YouTube video, I have other people who've emailed in their stories to me. So those are not on this because I didn't get their permission to share it on the podcast. Gotcha. But I have that. And then I have some other like f- little listicles and fun facts and stuff. Love a listicle. Oh, I my know. God. Okay. Me too. So this is from, I mean, fully up front, it's from Wikipedia, but they had the best summation of like creepy crime true crime clown stories available sometimes so. wikipedia has it it's they you do know. and they list their sources you know it's like yeah it's listen it got a lot of hate when we were in elementary school but i feel like <laughs> it's a pretty great source well, look i've used it a few times sometimes it's all you it's all you can do That's when i true. was 
QAnon, how on earth do you explain something like that <laughs> yeah. without like looking at a different plot summary first? <laughs> yes, exactly. And then they give you sources, like they cite their sources and you can go build off their sources. Anyway, I'm I'm a lover of Wikipedia. So <clears throat> the episode that I originally did was called Followed Home by a Clown. I didn't even rewatch it. I don't know if it's any good, but oh. I'm going to redo it here or at least okay. do like a different spin on it. So um, first off, I want to mention that, do you know, this is a little quiz. Do you know what the fear of clowns is called? The phobia of clowns. Salwinphobia. What? No. Oh. But oh, I was thinking so of the fear of Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. no. <laughs> that was one was of the like, things, that was one of the things I almost asked you in my trivia. Oh, that would have been, uh, I was like, well, that was a very fast and very wrong answer. Wow. Salwin something of phobia. Um, no, I don't know clowns. It's called colrophobia, spelled C-O-U-L-R-O-phobia. Mm. I, I, like I've heard, I feel like I've heard of it or seen it before, but I'll never retain it. So. Yeah, probably not. I'll ask you again next year. Okay. Um, so from Britannica.com, colrophobia is the irrational fear of clowns can cause panic and nausea. Although it's a rare phobia, many people find clowns creepy, if not downright scary. So mm -hmm. even people who don't have an actual phobia of clowns... Um, Many of us understand why they're creepy. Sorry, yes. M. Sorry, Sassy. No, they are creepy as shit. Yeah. And they're creepy as shit. got a degree in it for some godforsaken reason, but that's okay. I felt like being creepy, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you did a good job, and you're still going strong. Thank you. Okay, so this is a story from Australia. I'm just going to read these, and you can respond in kind. Okay. Australia, uh, two 12-year-old girls were with a parent, I believe this was 2005, buying ice cream when they were attacked by a creepy clown while attacking the girls the clown tried to steal one girl's phone <laughs> i thought it was gonna say ice cream cone but it says phone <laughs> that was me as a clown that was me yeah. yours is even more sinister you took their ice cream right out of their hand what um was, can i ask yeah. um 2012 what what was the year where like the year of clowns where like it was really fizz up yeah. and creepy? That was this uh I think this this year. Uh I think it was 2012 or was it okay. 2015? Hang on. There was like for those of you who don't remember, there was a year where like it became like a really sick prank where like everyone oh, 2016, would... 2016. Sorry. 2016. I remember being in college. I everyone was dressed as or I, I guess it was after college then yikes i was like i was um, not in college at that point everyone was like people were dressing up in clowns and like like standing in front of people's homes and like acting like they were gonna yeah, like that's what these stalk are, them that's what these are from sorry i should have been more up for more clear about that yes these are no, no, no. stories they, from it, that like year-long period where everybody was like all over the world can you imagine if during that time there was also TikTok? I feel like oh, I feel like every bad. first of all everyone's algorithms would have been fucked and I feel like there would have at least been double or triple the amount of scares. It would have been bad like It'd been really to a bad. new level. Yeah. Cuz yeah. we did have YouTube and all that but this TikTok would have made it so much so much worse. worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no you're completely right. Um so yeah, these are all kind of from that the clown scare of that like year long period. What a weird thing to have to tell our grandkids about one day. I know. Just, they're not going to make, they're not going to understand it. I at all. literally talked about that in that YouTube video. I was like, because uh, two people sent in clown stories from their like adolescence. And I was like, I want to look into this. And I, I was like, God, I don't, I don't know. I'm just so glad I wasn't a participant in any of this because I feel like that would have gotten my cholerophobia sky high. I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah. I would have developed it for sure. <laughs> so. For sure. 
Um, okay, so Finland, October 18th, there were two sightings of people dressed as clowns. First, around 10 people dressed as clowns jumped out of a gray van at a playground at the school. They started to hunt down three kids who escaped to an underpass where another clown was waiting with a chainsaw. Later, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, these are, and these are real stories, like news articles. These aren't like urban legends. Also, um, like hunt. That was yeah, like that was the word we chose. Okay, <laughs> whoever's this journalist is like very intentional with their verbiage. Uh, later, two adults with white overalls and pig masks were running behind at least one child and a few teenagers. Oh, good. So we're in the purge. Yeah, it's literally the purge now. Um, on the evening of October 22nd in Helsinki, two clowns jumped in front of a 30-year-old man who was jogging with his dog. The dog bit one of the clowns. Good puppy. Good boy or girl. Good boy they or girl. And the man punched another of the clowns. <laughs> However, the clowns managed to escape. The man made a police report of the incident and the police did not find suspects. I mean, even like something. <laughs> I'm stupid face. Hang on. Let me get it. I'm going to get a screenshot because I think Eva's internet went out. Okay. I just wanted a screen grab of that. Um, I hate you. <laughs> Look, I'm doing my job. I'm keeping with character. Exactly. And I wanted it for posterity's sake. Yeah, show this to your baby one day when it's like, this could have been you, but you didn't want to come out yet. So I had to take the reins. My baby's going to get emrophobia and never want to look at you. (sighs) Lying. All right. (laughs) I'm lying, I know. Um, Okay, so, I mean, even, like, I know that these are like, oh, a clown jumped out and scared a man while he was jogging. But, like, if that happened to me, I'd be fucking terrified. Oh, I mean, like, it's funny when like you first hear it and haven't processed any of the information yeah yeah like the second you put yourself in that person's shoes if anyone whether or not they're in an outfit is jumping out at you exactly let alone something even more jarring and freaky as something people are already uncomfortable with and your poor dog i mean your dog's never gonna recover from that your dog officially has whatever that phobia is yeah (laughs) yeah the first dog it's gonna be on dr phil someday (laughs) trying to process but like good for that person honestly like i am very especially especially the year of the clowns when people were trying to scare people and really freak them out like i'm all for punching those clowns in the face absolutely and like get the fuck away from me this isn't funny attacked yeah whether you're right like you're completely right whether they're in a clown costume or not like you're being attacked yeah of course you're gonna get terrified and defensive well, the thing that freaked me out with the, in 2016 was that uh, enough people thought it was funny that people who thought it was who took it seriously and were dangerous people were also playing along with it to get right. people near them. So it's like eventually everyone needed to really be aware of what right. the you don't know that person's on. intentions. They could literally be stabbing you. <laughs> yeah, or, or they could just be hoping you fun. get near them, and their prop knife is like actually a real knife, and <gasps> it's awful. Uh, yeah, put your put your pacifier back in. Okay. New Zealand, on October 2016, see, some of these are just silly. In October 2016, a person dressed as a clown stole a box of beer and handed it to a bicycling accomplice. <laughs> that was literally me trying to help you. That was <laughs> <laughs> a bicycling accomplice in a baby bonnet. Uh, <laughs> grabbed the beer. <laughs> that was me grabbing the beer and passing it off to you. That was it. That, see, that one's fine because, like, I mean, you know, don't the, steal, but at least you're not, like, har- harming a person. Right? I feel less threatened by that. Yes. One. That's like their own personal gain. They're not like, yeah, exactly. They're in and they're out, you know. (laughs) They're in, they're out. There's no sick waiting game. What if the bicycle was one of those like 12 foot bicycles? Because it's like, you know. (laughs) 
I really wish you just only told me the headline with that information of like, <laughs> there was actually 12 smaller clowns stacked on top of each other, all bicycling, One big tricycling. trench coat on a tricycle, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, in England on October 12th, uh, a tradesman in Lancashire apparently tackled a knife-wielding man dressed as a clown and suffered serious see? injuries. Yep. The clown was said to have had a green wig. Okay, well, you'll hear. Hold on. <laughs> no spoilers. The clown was said to have had a green wig and was wearing a, quote, silky green tracksuit with yellow lines down the sleeves and long gothic black boots. <laughs> it was later revealed to be a hoax. <laughs> the man, oh, the, okay. The man had simply fallen on broken glass <gasps> and fabricated the clown attack. He was prosecuted for wasting the time of the Lancashire police. <laughs> For wasting time. Why I wish would you I, do that? I wish I could call the police on people wasting my time. Like, <laughs> I would be clearly, in jail for the rest of my life. Okay. Clearly, you're putting people in jail for wasting your time. How come I can't call about my time? You you're know? right. Like, your time is like, very valuable. Like she's in she's in Newport, Kentucky, folks. That's that's go get her. <laughs> Honestly, I just think it's wild that like you fell on some glass and instead of like admitting it, you were like, no, a clown in a silky green tracksuit did it. It's like, why is what that a the better option? description? Couldn't you just say like a clown in clown clothes? He went that way and then just run. In I the think other he direction. was probably in, in too deep, and they were like, well, what was he wearing? He's like a tracksuit. What color was it? green <laughs> really Sil like playing silky. a guessing game there with himself <laughs> oh that just seems like it's like when people say the b more specific you are the more like you if you're lying be vague <laughs> yes exactly you sound fishy when you're like it was gothic boots like you're so specific you're like he was wearing clothes the end that's all <laughs> that, i got for you he was a clown i don't know what to tell you i was too busy paying attention to him attacking me and not his <laughs> exactly uh, okay, so now we're in the United States. So we're going to go by states. So in California on October 5th, a person dressed as a clown was accused of trying to kidnap a one-year-old child from his mother. See? Yep. And no arrests were ever made and the guy was not caught. So it's like, <gasps> that's not uh, good. That's terrifying. Could it have been one of those wrinkles situations? Wrinkles situations. The clown named Wrinkles? Oh, that thing you may try to make me watch? Even though yeah. I demanded you turn it off. Which, by um, the way, I hope you're covering him in these notes because that's certainly a 2012-2016 vibe of clowns. <laughs> I'm not. For those of you who don't wrinkles. know, it's for those of you who don't know, just go watch Wrinkles on Netflix or Hulu. Or it whatever was on it was. Hulu. Don't watch it. I already told Emma. I was like, I know what this is. Turn it off. It's it was a. Like, it's a guy for hire who dresses as clowns and intentionally terrifies children. He like hides in like trundle beds at night. The parents know. Like they pay him to do this. And he, like, yeah. hides under children's beds. Like, those parents should be arrested. I'm sorry. That's horrifying. Um, okay. Kentucky. Here we go. <laughs> on October 1st, a woman reported that while she was walking on a trail at night, a clown came out of the woods, assaulted her, and attempted to drag her into the woods. Officials reported that the woman was able to fight the clown off and escape while also stating that this is the first clown sighting in Clark County, Kentucky. On oh the God. same day, a man in Bardstown mistook a woman wearing a white Afghan out walking her dog for a clown and fired a warning shot with an AR-15 to scare her. That sounds like Kentucky. That's <laughs> yeah. 
the first like machine gun comes into play and it's my state love it <laughs> well the like also how do you mistake someone in a white afghan as for a, clown? a clown i mean jesus like what, what is that person's interpretation of a clown i think the lady's walking a dog like leave her alone yeah like if anything at least the clown gun. isn't doing anything She's yeah like it's dog. not Damn. attacking you god and uh, so that's horrifying. Um, Chicago, Illinois. A person in clown attire was spotted in a cemetery in Chicago, Illinois in July of 2015. See ya. Yup. This occurrence involved two residents who spotted the, quote, creepy clown scaling the gate at the Rose Hill Cemetery late at night. After the clown entered the cemetery, they turned to face the residents. Oh, there were two of them. Sorry. After the clowns entered the cemetery, they turned to face the residents and began waving slowly. Oh, it's the slow wave. It's it, yeah. it's also the intentional slow wave of like wanting you to be so yeah. disgusted. And the guy, the people there videotaped it, I guess. <sighs> After waving for, a f- oh, sorry, I'm, I misread it. They meant they as in like, we don't know the, the pronouns mm. of this clown. So it was. Well, that's polite of them. That They're at nice. least fair. They're yeah. at least fair. Yeah. We're using words like, um, what was the word they, oh, hunt, but we're also right. using they, them pronouns. So they sure are hunting them. They are hunting so. the children. Um, yeah, so the close, clown attire guy scaled the fence. Two residents spotted the clown attire who turned around and started waving slowly. And they videotaped it. After waving for a few seconds, the clown ran into a dark wooded area and was not seen again. Police investigation of the sighting did not lead to any arrests. Blech. Also, that's really weird that this clown is climbing into a cemetery late at night, meaning, like, he doesn't know anyone's going to see him. Yeah. Like, what's he doing? What if no one's like, there? Like, what was the hope there? That you yeah. wouldn't be seen or that you would be seen? Because either Yikes. way, I hate it. Yikes. And I would say, like, maybe it was a prank, but if the people literally went and reported it to the police, like, I imagine it wasn't just, like, a YouTube hoax. Whatever. Okay, Michigan. Two attacks were reported in Sterling Heights, a Detroit suburb. In the first incident, a seven-year-old boy was approached outside of his home at 6.50 p.m. by a person of an unspecified gender with red hair, a red nose, and red facial features wielding a sharp object. The clown scratched the boy's arm with the object, (gasps) then fled. The boy See, suffered a saying. minor injury. I know it's horrible. Ugh. Like some of the some of those clowns, like the point was they wanted you to interact with them, and then like all of a sudden they're hurting you. Yeah, it's terrible. No, it's terrible. No, no, no. I'm not a fan. <sighs> also on October sixth, um, two 14 year old girls were terrorized by two teenage women dressed as clowns who jumped out of a car and chased them. In a press release after their arrest, the Roseville police chief referred to them as morons and idiots. <laughs> Oh, classy. That's nice. I mean, they're not wrong. I think they're... Gio, you look so handsome. My TikTok star. Oh, you show Uncle Emma your nice haircut. Let me see your little tushy. Let me see your fluffy tail. Look at Emma over here. <gasps> oh, well, he can't his... hear me, can he? No, he can't He's hear you. so sweet. Wow, you are so floofy. It's torture. Look at that soft, blow-dried hair. I know. He's all clean for once in his life. Silky. Silky smooth. Sorry, I couldn't get a good angle on that, but trust me, he looks better than usual. (laughs) Oh, good, good. (laughs) Ooh, his booty's all floofy. Ah! Wow, that's new. I love a fluffy tush. Oh, so handsome. Okay, um, let's see. So we did in Michigan, morons and idiots. 
North Carolina. On September 4th, children in a Winston-Salem neighborhood reported to the police about a person dressed as a clown trying to lure them into the woods. They described him as wearing white overalls and gloves, red shoes, and bushy red hair. His face was described as white with a red nose. They claim he offered them treats if they would go with him. According to police, an adult heard but did not see the clown. It's even creepier to just hear. Yeah, a- ew. Hi, folks. Like the clown I voice for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. It's almost worse. Come it's, into it's the definitely woods not with worse. me. It sounds awful, though, of like hearing God. someone lure children away. Yes, it does. In the most classic way that we're all taught not to believe. The like class, right? The classic, which trope. makes me wonder, like the people who are trying that line. It's like, don't you know everyone's been? I mean, I guess it's still sadly is successful sometimes, but. I would think, like, wouldn't you try a different tactic? I guess that's the, maybe that's their point if they're trying to just scare you. They're, like, doing the most obvious, like, honey oh, candy right, with me, right, you know? Right. It's like, what else would be scarier to hear from a creepy Christine, clown? I hate it. It's bad. Um, well, we're in Ohio now, my other home. On September 29th, a woman... Oh, that's today. No, that's in two days. A woman was attacked while on her porch while she was smoking. She claimed that a man dressed as a clown grabbed her throat and said, I should just kill you now. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> See, what? this is the problem, folks. This is it right here. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like on her porch. She's minding her own business. Like uh, on her property. And now she's been like not only wildly physically assaulted, but beyond yeah. threatened. And like probably traumatized. The victim also stated he said that, quote, some students and teachers would wish they were never born at the junior and senior <gasps> high school today. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, so I realized now when it says Reading School Superintendent, which is literally in Cincinnati. So I was like super duper. Um, they That prompted Reading School Superintendent Chuck LaFada to cancel Friday classes in the area, prompting local private school Mount Notre Dame to close as well. So apparently this was a Cincinnati event. Uh well, hey, Yikes. I'm proud of the teachers for at being like, At least they like, took it seriously. No, like, we're not going back to school then. No. Like, at least they took it seriously. I'd yeah. be terrified to go back to school the day after. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, very, very happy that they at least did something versus, I agree. Like, just shrugged it off. Like, they took it seriously. Um, Oklahoma. On October 16, 2016, just outside the city limits of Pryor, Oklahoma, a female motorist was reportedly attacked by two clowns after being flagged down by a woman posing as a motorist in need of assistance. She Ugh. said the clowns forcibly dragged the motorist from her vehicle, choked her, extinguished a cigarette on her face, and wrote the words clown <gasps> posse on her forehead. She later confessed to having made up the story and said she oh. was responsible for her own injuries. Ew. She wrote clown posse on her own forehead. She burnt and, herself with yeah. a cigarette? Oh, no. People are unwell, is all oh, I'm going to no. say. But, it, I mean, sadly, it had gotten to a point, at least in 2016, I wouldn't yeah. believe that a thousand percent. I know, because it's like things, I mean, if someone's getting choked on their own porch and, ugh, yeah, agreed. Yeah, it wasn't just, like, it really did start in the beginning of, like, being far away and just, like, giving a creepy aesthetic. And it very quickly became, like... Th- Someone out there is going to realize that it's a trend now to completely cover your face, be unidentifiable, and yeah. do whatever the fuck you want with the intention of freaking someone out for, for notoriety. Like, that yeah. was, it was such Strangers. an easy cocktail for, like, bad people to get in the mix. And exactly. it happened. Especially when they just targeted children, too, because it was like, oh, such a ha-ha trope to target children with clown yeah. costumes. I mean, it's sick. It was awful. Well, here's my 
I think the creepiest one. This is the last one of the state lists. This is South Carolina. On August 21st, 2016, there was an alleged clown sighting in Greenville at the Fleetwood Manor apartment complex. Children in the complex reportedly witnessed clowns or a group of clowns attempting to whisper or talk to the children. Oh, the, no. <laughs> Especially in, in an apartment complex. No, like that's I know. people's home. Your home, that's not you even, live there. That's exactly. not even a park or something not where like you can run away. Playground. Right. It's literally at your home. Yikes. The children told their parents that the clowns, equipped with flashing green laser lights, said they lived in an abandoned house in the woods near a small lake. Greenville police came to the complex to investigate and did find a trail in the woods leading to a small house and small lake, but no evidence of clown paraphernalia was found. While some of these reports have been harmless, others, uh, other reports have been more suspicious. In one instance, a woman reported a clown in, I'm sorry, a woman reported a person in a clown costume was standing in her backyard and ran away as she took a picture. In one case, an individual heard clanging chains and a banging noise at his front door, while other cases report a clown offering money or candy to children to follow them into the woods. <laughs> like, oh my fucking this God. Is what so, in the world? One, ta- one town in South Carolina. Ugh. Like, yuck. Um, so that's terrible. Um, that's just a list of some fun fact, fun true crime clown facts. Um, now I have a little bit about the fear of the cholerophobia. Oh, the thing I now have. Cool. The thing we all have now. You're welcome. Um, from healthline.com. Oh, what, I'm so what glad they're... the fear of clowns, M. What do you think? What causes it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would, I would say... imagine it's something about their, the makeup and like taking away facial expression. Oh, okay. I like that. I mean, I was just kind of being sarcastic because it says a oh. traumatic event. <laughs> so, oh, well. But yeah. No, I think on a deeper level, you're a hundred percent right. Like I, some, here's something that you'll now notice about people, everyone, I always notice when someone's eyebrows don't move. Yeah. Like when people with Botox don't have expressions. Me out. No, like I've met people who like have, like, I don't know what, just naturally, like they like aren't expressive in their eyebrows and it freaks me out. (laughs) Like even when they're making faces that like would warrant your eyebrows to move. Yeah. They just stay and it freaks me out every time. And so I think there's something in the eyebrows and the fact that you take them away and you make like little rainbow arches and stuff. Yeah. And then you've like your whole face, like all of your, your lines are covered up. I think it, I, it's gotta be something like well, that. Well, aren't you the one, I think you taught me something about, you taught me a lot about clowns. Don't get me wrong. But I think you taught me something about clowns where there were different types of clowns, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. what, what are they again? Do you remember? The, the main one, the one that freaks me out, uh, freaks people out the most is white face because it has such, it has such few characteristics on its face. Ugh. It's like a literal white face. And so Pain, there's, yeah. At least the other ones, like they're, they're at least depending on the makeup, if it's like circles and everything, it's creepy, but at least more friendly versus some other clowns that do like triangles and corners. And it really f- it's like subconsciously freaks people out that it's like danger because it's corners and sharp. Whoa. That's very so. Freudian. Isn't, um, but isn't there one that was like a sad clown that gets made fun of or something? And then one is like a, Am I making that up? I thought there were like three types no, no, of No, you're right. I'm trying to remember them now. I mean, I'm putting I, you on the spot. This was like years ago that you told me this. No, it's just a, if you don't use it, you lose it situation. But if you just type in three, the three types of cons, there's white face. The only reason I know white face is because that's the one I was. I was the Oh, God. One. Three types of clowns. See, I should have done this research mm-hmm. in advance. I'm sorry. The white face, the August, and the... That's the one you told me about. Yeah. 
Auguste is like the sad one, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then there's one just called the Character Clown, but that's yeah. I don't. Oh, the Hobo. That's the one I I know. Yeah. Better. Okay. Um. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I remember you teaching me that, and I was like, oh, because I feel like the concept of clowns comes from such an old, creepy tradition. Anyway, like. There's yeah. That's um. It's Whiteface, uh, Auguste, and then Hobo Earl. The tramp, but the tramp has a whole bunch of like categories, subcategories, including hobo and things like that. Wow. But yeah, the I think the hobo is or the tramp is usually like the the sad one, and the auguste is like the funny one, and then the white face is like the straight man. I think. Okay, interesting. I think that's how it works. I'm I'm definitely blanking. I just feel like they it comes from such a creepy tradition anyway, or like not a creepy tradition, but like just such an odd tradition that it was bound to be creepy no matter yeah. what i don't know it's just they really concept. it really is something i think about covering up all of your facial expressions yeah. to imply that someone that's my to it's totally just a personal thought but i would think if you can't distinguish non-verbally that you're a safe person yeah then like and if the fact that everything all their personality is so over exaggerated yeah. it's like really overstimulating it's like very yeah. jarring yeah no i totally agree but then there's something creepy about the fact that like all these creepy people, they're not even doing anything. They're just standing there yeah. with really happy smiles yeah. on and just like slowly waving. And it's like, none of it feels like a normal human. I wonder interaction. if that's part of it too, is that like, they're usually so bubbly and bouncy. So that when they're creepy and still, it's like, yeah, off. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. It oh. Has to, has to, I mean, that's kind of like, if you're, I imagine if you're like laughing and having a good time, that's one thing. But if you're like standing still all of a sudden, a chuckling, <laughs> like it's really, really disturbing. Yeah, I agree. What's okay, the so, thing that you don't like about about clowns? Um, you know, I would agree that I get uncomfortable when I can't see somebody's that I can't read their face. I think that's mm -hmm. it because I don't I don't love the mascots. I'm just not like a <laughs> I don't know. It just freaks me out to have like it's it's super not normal. It's fake not, face at me. Yeah, agree. It, it is unnatural. So. I think that's probably it. Probably unsettles people. I would think. Yeah. Um, so Healthline says phobias often come from a variety of sources, usually a deeply traumatic and frightening event, like probably all of the above. Um, occasionally, however, you'll come across a fear with roots you can't identify, meaning you don't know why you're so intensely afraid of the thing in question. You just are. In the case of cholerophobia, there are a few likely causes. First is scary movies. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a connection between scary clowns and media and being in people being intensely afraid of them. Uh, viewing too many scary movies with clowns at an impressionable age can have a lasting impact, even if it was just once at a friend's sleepover. Okay. okay. Sad. Uh, two is traumatic experiences. Having an experience that involves a clown where you're paralyzed with terror or were unable to escape a situation could be classified as a traumatic experience. Your brain and body would be wired from that point to flee any situation involving clowns. While this isn't always the case, it's possible that your phobia may be tied to traumas in your life, and it is important to discuss this with a therapist or family member. I'm loving the, the mental awareness, the I mental know. health awareness here. I know. I love a good Healthline article. I read a lot during my pregnancy. I love that they're on the up and up of clowns. Yeah, they're like, we got you covered don't even worry about it um and then the third one is a learned phobia and it says this one is a little less common but it's equally possible that you may have learned your fear of clowns from a loved one or trusted authority figure mm. we learn rules about the world from our parents and other adults so seeing your parent or older sibling terrified of clowns may have taught you that clowns are a thing to fear so um i mean and then you think about like john wayne gacy and it's like 
well. He yeah. didn't fucking help, right? <laughs> like, I don't he was know. not um, one of our favorite clowns. No. That's for sure. He didn't give them a good a reputation that to be desired. I would say did not, did not, did not, did not. Um, so that's the end of my clowning. But I do want to. Uh, I did also do a little dig into just for fun Halloween true crime stats mm. to see like what what I could dig up, um, and it is. I've learned it's pretty much an urban legend that crime goes up on Halloween. The only oh, thing that really does go up is like vandalism, uh-huh. which is a crime, obviously. But in terms of like the stuff we cover, like true crime, um, it's not necessarily true that like, you know, there's a big spike in violence. I would be I would expect I guess I under like are they talking like burglaries and stuff because people are out and so you could break into houses and steal or definitely like, that kind of- too I think mostly like I would I, my thought was like egging houses all that mischief uh-huh. stuff but also I think burglar burglaries and that kind of thing perhaps as well um, but not I know the uh, from high school I can tell you underage drinking goes up for sure on Halloween. oh that I believe <laughs> <laughs> crime in that way also I imagine yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, Yeah, so I found uh, a little listicle here, and this is from a website called emcsecurity.com. So fully a biased website about a home security system, but they had some fun facts about security on Halloween and tips that you can do to keep yourself safe. So I thought it could be helpful. Um, So they say, take the following steps below to ensure you, your family, and your home safety on Halloween. Uh, if you leave the house, leave the lights on because as Em said, you know, if burglars don't think you're home, well, uh-huh. not good. Um, don't post on social media until you're home. Um, oh. even if you're out at like a party or whatever, like save that for when you get back so that you're not leaving people to know you're not at home. Smart. Um, posting a picture on Facebook of your pets or kids at a party across town lets criminals know your house is empty and a prime <laughs> target. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, dun, dun, dun. clear your car of any valuables because also with people like roaming the streets you don't know how people right. someone's gonna s- just slide in and be under the radar um let's see remove anything uh you don't want to lose from your car keep your doors and windows locked even when you're home um it's easy to forget to lock your door after you finished handing out candy so even when you come in from just handing out some candy just lock it behind you mm-hmm. you never know that's also a Christine, a desperate Christine ask of you because just okay. always lock your damn door. If, if Christine is asking, please do it. <laughs> please. Or just tell me you did to make me feel better. But that also makes it just as easy for a burglar to slip in when you've stepped away from handing out candy. So lock your doors. Uh, move valuables out of sight because if people are coming to your door, they ah, can see your TV. They can see. So smart. Right? Like cover up anything that might be laying out. even someone's shitty father who's walking them around trick-or-treating could come up to your door and see what you got going on like, in there so oh, they can come back later. That's some crystal goblets in there. I'm going to come so, back for those later. I am. De- I would I would break into someone's house for some crystal goblets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> in that bonnet too. And it would be traumatizing. I, I would know. do a slow baby wave. Just like, <laughs> I would develop whatever the fear of oversized babies is um, (laughs) because I think I already have it. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Move eyeballs of sight. If trick-or-treaters can spot your flat screen screen TV from your doorway, so can a burglar Uh, Uh, or crystal goblet, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. Sign up. And then this is kind of or a big baby. (laughs) Uh, And then sign up for monitored home security 
which, you know, you could go with EMC security. They seem to be on top of their shit. But, you know, you could do any home security system you want. This is not an ad. I just found their website. So they um, do seem to be promoting themselves, though, with like, you're going to want to read this article oh, on our security website. And it's know? funny because I read like a f- several and I was like, oh, this is like the most helpful, though. <laughs> like, this is the most like so actually smart. interesting one. Um, so they did a good job. But yeah, so if you, you know, just lock it. I guess just don't treat. I know people on Halloween. It's kind of like people are coming to your house for good times and people are coming in and out or like up into your door. But like, you know, you never know who's in the, who's, not everybody has good intentions, I guess is what I'm trying Amen. to say. Um, I hope nobody dresses as a clown this year. If you do, please don't come to my house. I'm not interested. And just like, if you do stay far away, like best, yes, yeah. best thing you can do is like, maybe just take a selfie, put it on Instagram and then go take the makeup off and then do something different (laughs) and that's only if like if that's your profession or something and you're known in your area as that fine but if today's the day you become a clown i don't i don't want to be there with you i'd rather not participate in that experience with you i can't wait to hear about it later though yeah true fair you send it in to us for sure Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i'll also say like this is for your own safety because i feel like people now have kind of a uh, a go-kart like anytime they see somebody too close as a clown like they can lash out and be violent mm-hmm. toward you so it's for your own yeah. safety like it is for your own safety a thousand percent just like keep a hula hoop with you maybe and put it <laughs> on you and just like know that that's like the safe space don't yes. get closer covid safety also so you know there you go social distancing clowns i'm yeah. into that i'm into that yeah yeah, yeah man yeah. I guess that no matter what you're dressed as, keep your distance from strangers. Okay, that's fair, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to write my own article. It's going to be really messy. And I don't know. I just want to write a listicle. And that security website's going to be pissed at you for stealing their <laughs> <He's> idea. Stealing. <laughs> oh, I'm just jealous. That's all. Anyway, so that's all I've got. Just some creepy fun. listicle fun facts. Love a good listicle. Love a good clown. Love a good uh, safety tip. Yay! So, Be safe it. out there, everybody. I hope everyone has all of their favorite candies. Do, oh. do you have a favorite candy this oh. Halloween you're hoping to get? You know, besides a sweet little baby. <laughs> oh God! Um, great question, M. Thank you for asking. I really like anything chocolatey with like texture, so like a Snickers. I love a good Snickers. You what love a you? good peanut. Everything I love a you good want peanut. has yeah. a peanut in it. I love a good almond joy too, though. But you don't like that, do you? I love a good almond joy. I don't oh, like you do. Amounts. Okay. I don't either. Not a fan of the mounds. Um, yeah. I, what do I want? I love the green Kit Kats. I've already told you about that. Oh, those that. are fun. Yeah. Yep. And they're called Witch's Brew flavor, which is so, so cute. Fun. Uh, well, now that it's Halloween, obviously I've got a bowl of Count Chocula waiting for me in the Yay! kitchen. So there's that. And then. I love Kit Kats. Oh my By God. the time people hear this, Halloween will have already passed. But since it's the beginning well, of it'll October. It'll be on press, Halloween. So it'll be like the day of yeah well right? right yeah yes and right now in current you and me time yeah i'm very excited to get the apple cider cracked open and do some spooky stuff and watch some spooky movies yay as for halloween though i'm sad that that means that like people are, feel like they that might have to end in the next week or so so i hope that everyone is coping well with the fact that spooky season is coming to an end um i hope you get all your last fall festivals the in good news and is it's still sweater weather Still sweater weather. And Love we still got weather. pumpkins, so don't worry. They're not going anywhere. Well, f- I ho- go to all your fall festivals while mm-hmm. you still can. Figure out your Thanksgiving plans. If that means staying home and eating mac and cheese like I did last year, it's yep. a good plan. I've I tried agree. it. Tried and true. Um, 
And other than that, happy Halloween, everyone. And then we got I hope holidays. everyone feels spooky. Christmas time. Don't worry. We're going to do it all over again. It's okay. It's just Circle not the spooky con- time, cycle so continues. The I know. But we'll keep the spooky times. We always do. That's kind of what we're here for. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk we'll talk about those holidays when we oh, get Oh, and there. then our tour's coming. And then like you'll be fine cuz you'll get to see us. Basically by March is when you should really start worrying about yourself. Or... Then we're going to be sad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why we drink. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite- Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.